Well, hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to uh, the Ticket to Ride podcast. This is Rich Poland. And this is Stacey Ham. Stacey Ham's on location today. I'm on location in Wisconsin. I love it already. I'm at Sand Valley. It's a good course here, Sand Valley. Well, uh, built by uh, just it's uh, it's a great place for it's developed by the guy who built uh, the courses in Abandoned Dunes. He built this place in the middle of nowhere, kind of in Wisconsin, not too far from Chicago, about two, three hours from Chicago. What, what? So I just had to come to play these courses because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to get to play the courses because I'm so close, you know. What 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 town are you close to? Uh, it's called Nikosh. It is close to West. Uh, God, it's it, someplace in West. It's West. West it's Alice. Like, it, what was that? West Alice. Yes, it's close to that. Yeah, West Dallas. That's where it's close to. It's in Nikosh. Okay. Well, yeah, so it's a great place. I mean, there's nothing but sand dunes. I never had someone say, well, I did hit in the sand a couple times, but there's a lot of sand dunes. It's a beautiful place, though. So what, what, what did you shoot today? Today, oh, today I hadn't hit, now, okay, I hadn't hit a ball in about a month and a half. I shot 41 on the front, and I shot 43 on the back, so 85 is not bad. You that's, know? that's pretty good. What, 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 what's the par? brand new. Par, par what? It's a par 72. And I made, uh, I drove one of the holes, 293-yard hole, I drove it. I hit a, I hit a five iron, it's all down, you know, I hit this five iron, and it, hit, it, it, it just ran down to the green. I had an eagle putt, but I only made a birdie. So I made a couple birdies today, but wow. I could have played better, but that's okay, it was fun. You're going to play it again? Is that where you're playing tomorrow yeah. as well? Yeah, they have Yeah, they have two courses here. It's 36 holes, so they're gonna. I'm going to play. Uh, today I played Mammoth Dunes, and today I'm gonna, tomorrow I'm going to play Sand Valley. Wow. Well, it's yeah. uh, it's September 19th, and the Ryder Cup, well, by this time next week, the Ryder Cup hopefully will be over. If it's not over, it means that there were weather problems. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, you're out there already. I'm going out on, I'm coming out on Wednesday. I tell you what, the, the weather's absolutely gorgeous, uh, but I think there's going to be some rain for the Ryder Cup. Two days they're expecting rain. I think on Thursday and Friday, I do I think they're expecting rain. There's a 70% chance and 30% chance of rain, I think. Uh. So it's going to be rainy, and of course it's going to play a lot longer. Uh, so it's going to be a really good test for these guys. I really do believe so. And bring some bugs spray, by the way. Jesus, I've never been bit so many times on mosquitoes. Right? Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, that's 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 good advice because I hate. I'll take I'll take some up for it since you don't have to bring it. I'll take it up. Well, uh, today what we're gonna do? We'll just go very quickly over the tournaments from 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 this week, but we're mostly gonna just do a preview for you guys of the course. Um, Whistling Straits is an iconic course. It's been the home of a couple of PGA championships, and yeah. and now the Ryder Cup. Um, yes. Yep. Three. So, two PGAs. Right. Uh, or three PGAs, two, 1999, I, 2015, and 2010? Uh, you know what? I thought it was two, but, but I may be wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Um, so uh, just to remind you that, that we come to you on the Anchor, uh, on the Anchor app, anchor.com or anchor.fm, a very easy place to make a podcast. And I uh, have uh, a uh, – I hope what we're going to have is a special guest for next week. Um, I've been in, in conversations to get jungle legend for any of you, uh, Jim Rome show fans out there, jungle legend, Dan from DC on the show, who is a golf commentator. Uh, That's a good deal. Yeah. Well, he's, he's 
funny as heck, and he knows, you know, more about golf than I do. Probably not, you know, yeah. maybe maybe not more about golf than you do, but more about golf than I do. I mean, I don't know about that. You know a lot about a lot of things, and golf is one of the things. So, I, so I, yeah, it'll be exciting to have him on. I want to learn more about his what he's doing and writing for and all that. Well, it'll be an interesting conversation. And I'm kind of, I told him, I told him if he's going to do an article, um, you know, if he's going to write an article, I told him that he should do, um, imagine the first conversation in the team room between Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, I, I, I know, right? Uh, you, hi, you, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see that picture I tweeted out of him? They were, they were like, this yes. guy's going to be on the right. Did you see that outfit he had on? Yes. Brooks what was that all about? Uh, I, I don't know. And maybe Michelob made him do it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a bra. A bra man, a bra man. Yeah. Bra. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing, amazing. I don't know. But it's going to be, I'm getting excited. Closer and closer I get, you know, I was looking at this course, Rich, and I was thinking about, I was reading about this course. And, you know, one thing they may mention at this course, they say it's a throwback to, um, I, the, the Irish, uh, Ireland sculpted in Wisconsin, course sculpted, uh, Irish course sculpted in Wisconsin. And I thought about that. That means the Europeans play these courses all the time, Rich. But it's and longer. But it's longer than a European course. It's a really long course. Long course, yes. And if it's going to be wet, then it's going to be much more difficult and long, right? And that the more difficult courses always seem to favor the U.S., that is true. That is true. Because in, in Paris, I mean, that was uh, Colonial or whatever. That was short, tight. Yeah, it didn't favor us at short all. Short and tight favors the Europeans and long and wide. And Stricker has modified this course to make it wider in spots. Um, favors the Americans. Well, I'm looking at one of these holes right now. I don't know where the hell we're going to stand on this course. I mean, they're right in the middle of a bunker, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I know, I know. There's, I'm, I'm looking at some of these pictures as well. I don't know where the spectators are going to be. We need press passes, somebody. Press passes! We need press passes. Uh, uh, Dan from D.C., press passes. Dan, no, so, so I asked Dan, you know, I, I've, no, I've been a, you know, a, a kind of a Twitter buddy of Dan for some time, and I asked him if he was going, and he said he got, was given virtual privileges. And I'm like... Uh, you're you're a major you know outlet uh, golf you know golf writer and you get virtual privileges. I, I don't yeah, get it. But he gets to call in to like ask questions. Is that what it is? I, I guess I I don't really get it. But yeah, anyway, uh, just let's let's go over the let's go over just very quickly the tournaments. The European Tour played the Dutch Open. And really, there you know there weren't really any. There there were some former Ryder Cup guys on uh, who were playing, but the winner was Christoph Broberg, uh, who who basically boat raced the field. He was he was up by about seven or eight strokes coming into Sunday and won by six strokes. Uh, Broberg, young Swede, who's done, uh, you see him at the top of the leaderboards very frequently, but not in majors. Wow, interesting. He's going to be the new Hendrik Stenson. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they, you know, with Henrik Stenson not playing well and Alex Norin not in, you know, you, I bet the Swedes really, really want uh, a top player and to be able to compete for a Ryder Cup. I mean, Sweden, you know, really deserves a Ryder Cup. If 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 France and Italy have gotten Ryder Cups, then then Sweden and or Germany deserve Ryder Cups. Yeah, well, Stenson's uh, going to be a captain now, no matter what, right? And he's got to make oh it. yeah. He's won yeah. a major and has been a has been a Ryder Cup stalwart. So, uh, he'll, Will he he'll, be a captain for Lee Westwood. 
Uh, they're about the same age, aren't they? Maybe Westwood's a little older than Stenson. Yeah. In Paris, in Rome, who's going to be uh, who's, Spanish captain? Who's going to be the European captain? You know, I don't know if Miguel Angel Jimenez has been passed over at this point. I don't know. Uh, you'd think he's old enough that, you know, he's a lot older than uh, than Patty Harrington. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it'll be, be fun to see. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, who else? I, you know, there's, it's not, you know, maybe if his career doesn't move forward, you know, they just say Molinari is the captain. I mean, he's earned a captainship. But, you know, he's a little young, but, you know, for Italy, maybe maybe if, if his career just kind of... Maybe his brother. I mean, his brother played yeah. in a bunch of Ryder Cups. Maybe they make them both captains. Maybe Molinari brothers can be the captains. Yeah. Paul Casey would be a captain one day, right? Oh, I, I would think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, the, 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 the uh, first tournament of the wraparound schedule for the new year was the Fortinet Championship. Uh, in Napa, I think that used to be the Safeway. It used to be the Safeway, right? Fortinet. What the hell is Fortinet? What are they doing? Computer, t- computer programming or something? I, I would think so, but I, I. So, so the most curious thing about this tournament, Stacey Ham, is what the heck was John Rahm doing in it? Yeah, well, he didn't even make the cut, did he? No, he was sick, and he didn't make he, the cut. He had a stomach. He had a stomach flu, and he missed the cut by two strokes, I think. You know, the thing is, he doesn't need money from these sponsors. You know, these sponsors should I mean, he, that guy's a big enough star. He should tell his sponsor, you know what? I'll play this tournament next year. I can't play during a Ryder Cup event. Yeah. I, too risky. The guy's been tested for COVID two times now, positive for COVID. Now he's sick. And what does it mean for the Ryder Cup? What does it mean? I mean, I don't understand it. You know... It- uh, looking, looking up and down this, there obviously were no Americans on the Ryder Cup team, and no other Europeans playing this week either. Uh, it's just, it, it's kind of mind-boggling, and, and you kind of think, you know, maybe Patty Harrington would have to come up to him and say, "What, what are you, what are you doing, yeah. uh, John Rahm? What, what, what's the point here? You want, you want a couple hundred thousand bucks? Here, the the European PGA Tour will give you a couple hundred thousand bucks." I, I, yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand the rationale behind that. I mean, you can't. Your sponsors can't demand the number one player in the world to uh, just go play in this tournament, right? I don't think that makes any sense. I don't think it makes, unless he's trying to get in the form before. But he's not. He's already in form, John Rahm. He played great the Tour Championship. He's so already I, already in form. Maybe he was pissed off that, that he didn't win Player of the Year from his peers, and he wanted to show show him something, but he didn't. It backfired. Yeah. Well, amongst so the the winner of this tournament. His third win in as many years is Max Homa. Max Homa finished, I think, 18th in the Ryder Cup standing. So Max Homa makes an early statement that he wants to, you know, be a candidate for the President's Cup in the next Ryder Cup. This is a big one. I mean, he's pretty much, this win probably puts him, get, moves him up the ranking in the uh, President's Cup, right? Yeah, you know what? I didn't check the President's Cup rankings today just because, you know, we're going to focus on the Ryder Cup. But when we, when we look back at, you know, when we start focusing on the President's Cup again after the Ryder Cup, my guess is he may be in the top 12. Yeah, I mean, that's perfect because now that's our next move. we got to start focusing on that because it's right around the corner, you know, the next summer. Yep. So that'll be good. And these tournaments are all adding up. And next week, where do they go, Vegas? Uh, I don't think they play next week. I think, no, I think, they I think they're off for the Ryder Cup. And then they'll go to Vegas after that. I, think, sure, that, right? I think they go to Vegas after that. I don't like this funny season. I'm not into, I mean, you know, the funny season used to, I don't, I don't enjoy it that much. 
don't know. I like I, I like the ones I like the ones in Asia because yeah. you know, like today, today, you know, I love to watch my golf, but you know, there's football games on, and and I watch football. I I actually had golf on my iPad, uh, and football on the big screen, but. You know, I uh, the Asian tournaments are better because you can watch them at night. So much better. So they're not going to Asia this year at all again, huh? I, COVID? They're probably not. But I like the I liked the, the Malaysian tournaments and the Asian tournaments because you could watch them. You could watch them late at night. Well, those tournaments may never come back. What do you think? Those well, Asian maybe tournaments? maybe that's what they're replacing. You know, they're they're going to have those tournaments uh, that are in conjunction with the European PGA Tour. Maybe that's. You what, replace Asian tour but I like those Asian tour tournaments because so, you know, yeah, I, I think the PGA likes them too because you know they want to grow the brand in worldwide and Asia is a big market. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, other guys, other guys uh, of note in the tournament, second place uh, with an eagle on the 18th hole to move back to within one shot was Maverick McNeely, who was who was leading most of the way. Um, uh, you know, very was good young. What's that? Was Daniel Kang there cheering him on? I did not see Daniel Kang. Of course, I was watching football. So, uh, uh, but Maverick McNeely finishes second. On kind of, you know, Ryder and President's Cup notables, Hideki Matsuyama finished tied sixth. Will Zalatoris, who had some early run as maybe a Ryder Cup uh, uh, hopeful. Right now, Will Zalatoris will make the uh, President's Cup. Good chance of it. He finished tied 11th. Siwoo Kim tied 11th. Um, let's see, the old Americans, the, the guys who have played in the Ryder Cup, Webb Simpson was in contention after a 65 Saturday, but shot 74 Sunday to, to move out of contention. Matt Kuchar shot well on Friday, but didn't have a great weekend. And Phil Mickelson, uh, again, he shot well on Saturday, but 75 on Sunday. So those guys all finished in the 30s. Yeah, I'm glad he's a coach. Um, and you know who was the guy that that people were clamoring for? He needs to be on the Ryder Cup team because he puts so well and he walks in his putts. Yeah, what happened to him today? Missed he the won't. cut. No, oh, he missed the cut. He missed the cut. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess Stricker made the best, made a good decision. Yeah. So yeah. some of the other guy like Sam Burns didn't play and Patrick Reed what didn't about play. The host- Play. He played really well the first couple rounds. Let's see, he finished tied 16th. Uh, didn't shoot well today. Shot 73 today. Huh? Not well over the weekend, huh? Nope. Well, Bo Hossler to me, Bo Hossler to me looks like Spalding from Caddyshack. He really does. He it's looks a lot one. like Spalding from Caddyshack. Hey, Rich, you forgot to give a shout out to the great Norm McDonald, by the way, too. You know. Oh, I. You know what? You should. I, I did on. I did. You uh, did. I did on. I did when uh, you weren't you weren't around. We did our podcast on Monday, uh, our episode number nineteen, analytics with uh, Bill Dubinsky, who filled in admirably in your place. And I did shout out to Norm McDonald, who uh, well, you can shout out uh, to him. I, I'm so sad about it. Greatest comedians around. Really, really an intelligent com- comedian. Loved him. We've seen him a bunch of times here in Portland. In Portland, he's amazing. Really is amazing. And so, he. Rest- uh, and I said he would live. He would live tweet golf the majors. He loved golf. Loved golf. I love. I love it. Well, you know, Rich, we so that's. I mean, that's good showing this week. This season. I'm glad the season's off to a good start. I mean, our first golf. At least we're going to have golf all through the holidays and all that stuff, which is a good thing. You know, we're in the funny season. But I'm glad it's back. 
I'm glad we're getting excited for the for the President's Cup. I think it's going to be fantastic. So I look forward to it. it you talk about the, how the ladies do. Did they finish the Portland Cambria class? Did they finish? Or was you know, let me look. It was it, yeah, yeah. That's we're 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 here in Portland, and it was a miserable weekend here in Portland. Uh, let's see. They finished it. Jin Young Ko. Uh, from from Japan won, uh, oh. or from from uh, Korea. Korea, yeah. Korea won. And so, did they only play thirty six holes, or they tried to sit sit in fifty four? Because I know it was a washout yesterday. It was a washout yesterday. You know, honestly, I do not know. Yeah, uh, yeah but it it was not it was not good here today. It was in fact. Was it, was, it really wet today? It was pouring at times. She uh, let's see. She won the rain short in Portland event. Uh, let's see if they got in three rounds. Yeah, let's see what they did. I don't see anything. Uh, yeah, she, they did, they did play today, so they played a 54-hole tournament, and she won. Oh, it must have been miserable today. Yeah. Our friend Steve Carlstrom, uh, Steve Carlstrom had three Thai golfers living in his basement, in, in oh, his bed and breakfast, <laughs> yes. Um, three Thai girls, uh, took their Airbnb. Are they still alive? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, Steve. <laughs> and he didn't invite us over. Wow. He did not invite us over. Wow. We need to. He, well, I'm glad they rented the place. That was good. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. You know, no, he he texted me and and uh, uh, one of them one of them was tied for the lead after uh, after the first round. Oh really? And that wow. would be I'm getting I'm getting the name up. That would be uh Pajari Anar Anarukarn. Oh was, yeah, she uh, was yeah, a pretty good golfer, yeah. Tied eighth for the tournament. Wow, um, good for her. So uh yeah. Well next year they'll be back there at that uh, goat ranch out at Oregon Golf Club. Well it's a really nice course. I just I shouldn't say it. it's a really good course. I've actually played that course before. I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful place out there. I really like it as well. So, well, that's good. I'm glad hey, to see you make a little money. Got to have some... Uh, and one other, one other thing before we get into the course. Um, we, well, another person we want to get on our podcast who we we've, we've have someone reaching out to is Peter Jacobson. Peter Jacobson yeah. was, on, was on Steve Zabin's podcast um, talking about the Ryder Cup. Uh, or he was, on, uh, he was on Steve Zabin's morning show in D.C. on Saturday. So, but, I'm hoping we can find Steve Zabin. Give Gay a message this week, you know, whatever, and tell him we want to have Peter up there. And I sent out a shot. I sent a message to the uh, the head pro listening straights. I haven't heard back. I even bothered him on LinkedIn. So hopefully he can we can talk to him when we're there listening straights. So well, we're gonna, so everybody, we're gonna try to find some 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 other guests while. Uh, to, to come on with us, but uh, Dan from D.C., Jungle Legend Dan from D.C., That I'm really excited about that. Well, maybe we will uh, find some European fans and have them, American-European fans, and have them uh, come on and talk to us about why they love the Ryder Cup so much. That might not be a bad one. Would, would be lovely. All right, fan, fan in the stands. Fans in the stands. All right, so let's get to the course. So we're going to go over the 18 holes uh, so that as you guys are watching... Um, and anybody who's going to be at the course kind of knows what to expect on, on, on the 18 holes. So yeah, we start, yeah. we start on, on the straights course on hole one, uh, which is called Outward Bound, which looks like a short par four. Yeah, it look, yeah, three, oh, it's going to be 490. I'm sure they're going to play from tip, so it'll be either 405 or 493, I think. 
Um, so the the uh, the Ryder Cup the Ryder Cup says that most of the most of the players will hit a fairway medal off the tee. So that takes a little bit of pressure off that first tee shot. I mean, I'm looking at this hole, Rich. There's not many places to stand around here. I mean, I guess you could. I think yeah, I, I think you're going to be. I think you're going to stand right of the green um, on the mounds. To the left yeah. of the green are these deep bunkers, just really yeah. bizarre-looking deep bunkers. But I think right of the green you can probably stand. You can stand right of the green. What about we're looking at the green? What about left on those mounds, the high mounds up there, looking down at the green? Yeah, you may be able. To, you may be able to be long and left. There may be some places to stand as well. What about behind the pin right there on the mounds? That's probably a good view. Behind that bunker. That might be a good viewing point. If they'll let you. You know, we won't know where they're going to let you stand. And there's going to be grandstands, too. Um, Um, Right. We definitely go to those every time now. Yeah, we go to the grandstands with the old people. Yeah, it's our favorite part of going to the Ryder Cup grandstands. I don't think we've ever sat in a grandstand. I, I think we sat in the grandstand once when we watched the players get... At the practice range, remember? At the, well, that's different. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a little different. Yeah. But we didn't sit there very long. No. And yeah. we were, and we were probably we were probably looking at the scenery more than anything else. Absolutely. Well, I love this hole. This hole's absolutely gorgeous. You know, well struck ball down the center. You know, you'll leave a little short uh, iron to the green. This is absolutely a beautiful hole. If they put the pin, if they put the pin on the left hand side, either short left or long left. Boy, there's some there's some nasty looking bunkers. There is one of the deepest looking bunkers I've ever seen, uh, left center, uh, to the left yeah. center of that green. Yes, yeah, so if you short side yourself, it is going to be trouble. I think I think yeah. the guys are going to bail out to the right, and and there's less trouble to the right. And I hope the guys know all the rules of these bunkers. I hope they don't do a Dustin Johnson. I hope they know the rules of these bunkers because sometimes these bunkers are waste and some aren't waste. So I hope yeah. They know it. Yeah. Well, yeah. If we're if you're a fan out there, you should just tell the European players. No, no, you don't. You can ground your club there. It's no deal. No big deal. Uh, Dustin Johnson just did it the last hole. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what about number two, Rich? Cross country. Cross country. Wow. So our wow. first our first par five already on the second hole. Wow. Isn't that lovely? This is a beautiful. This is an absolutely beautiful hole. Um, <laughs> There are amazing places on this hole to uh, stand. I mean, look at this. This is beautiful. It's going to be amazing places. Cross country is the name of number two. Five, par five, seven handicap. Seven hardest hole on the course. I'm sure they'll be playing it back at probably five, 97, 600 yards. That it's, is going It's. I, I don't know that this hole is going to be reachable for everybody. No, I think you're right. It's going to be reachable for, for, you know, for the Brysons and the John Roms and the Rorys, but I don't know that this is going to be a reachable par five for, uh, I don't, you know, for Jordan Spieth or, or uh, Victor Hovland. I, I don't know. I, I agree. Depends. I guess it depends on wind and, and, and things yeah. like that. That up, too. They might not set it up at 597 every day. Maybe they'll move it in at 525 or 508. You never know what they're going to do to the PGA, right? Well, for the for the U.S., you'd think they're going to set it up long. You think they make a six hundred yard hole, probably, right? And let and let only you know, because you know, I think I think the U.S. team has you know probably eight or nine guys who are going to re- who could reach this in two, and the European team maybe only has you know three or four. If they yeah. if they play it long at 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 you know at five eighty, then you know they'll all reach it. 
Yeah, but what a beautiful hole. I can't wait to get out here and see previews. So you and I walk this course and we can find some optimal viewing spots. But I tell you, this is a beautiful place. Absolutely gorgeous. We And we like, uh, you know, I think, uh, didn't Glen Eagles have a par five as the second hole that we spent a lot of time on? That was a beautiful kind of dog leg par five. Yep, we sure did. It was a nice par five. The one we did spend much time on was number 18, you remember? Yeah, well. It, it was hard. You couldn't even, it's, yeah. Well, 18, yeah, 18 at Glen Eagles was not not good. That was so far back there. Unfortunately, unfortunately, not a lot of matches went to 18 at Glen Eagles. Yeah. And, and 18, even at, uh, in Minnesota. That, that was a great hole. That was a par five, right? 18. Yeah, that was a beautiful hole. Up, oh the, up the hill. A lot, actually, a lot of the matches were settled on 18 at, at, at Hazeltine. That was a beautiful hole. Yeah. Hazeltine. I think that, uh, this 18 this, uh, was, uh, what's his name? Danny Willis' favorite hole. He practiced on that hole all the time. Uh, you remember he was out there just hitting balls? Well, he had to practice on it because he wasn't playing much. Trying to find his game. But, Rich, look at this number. Look at number three. Oh, man. Oh, oh. man. Look at all the bunkers there. I mean, although, you know, a lot of those aren't going to come into play for, for these guys. If you're, yeah. if, if you're a, uh, a duffer, if you're a 10 handicap man, that looks scary. Yeah, that's scary. It's like, it's almost like, it almost looks like Pebble Beach. I mean, it, it goes down into the water, into Lake Michigan. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it's amazing this course is so beautiful right on the lake. I'm, I'm looking where you can stand because there's dunes above the green trails off behind, so you're not going to want to stand behind. I hope there's some good viewing spots on this hole. I mean, this might be a hard place to view. I mean, are they going to let fan, maybe the top of the mounds on the far right back there? You, you can see the green, the shots come into the green. Yeah there, might be a, yeah, there might be a spot in the back where you can see three, and maybe and maybe you can also see them tee off on four. I don't know. You see the, you see the flag, those two bunkers, one, two, and the one above it, the third bunker? Yeah. Why is that bunker there? What, who brings that into the plate? I mean, who would hit the ball up there? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, look at yeah. that. That's that's in the middle of nowhere. Yes, and I think this viewing area would be right below that bunker, right? I mean, it looks like that would be a great viewing area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that's a, that, that is a good spot, right? You know, looking looking above from the right. And, um, and it looks like another hole to the to the left back there is coming in. So maybe if you're on that top of that mound, you can get to see both holes. Yeah. Um, so. Nice so hole. Oh, man, what a great name for a hole. It's absolutely beautiful. All right, so the fourth hole is called Glory, and that's a long par four. Wow, look at how pretty that is. Plays right down to the water. Right, yeah, if you go, if you go left, you're going into the water. Uh, yeah. But it's got one of those sloping greens that, that slopes down towards the water. It's really interesting hole. And then there's a big bunker complex in front of the green as well. Yeah, look at that. that so, is, uh, so again, if they put the pin, if they put the pin um, front left, uh, if they put the pin front left, uh, you're bringing those big bunker complexes into play. Now, is that bunker sand, or is it uh, like a, the one behind to the left of the green? Is it grass? I wonder. It looks like there's a grass bunker right and behind, and then sand bunkers yeah. uh, in front. In front. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's a great hole. That's a risk reward hole. I, I know who's going over this green every time. Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> four, four. Well, it's a it's a long one. We'll see. It's I, a beautiful hole. It's, I mean, a, it's, it's a beautiful pretty, hole. Yeah, I mean that's beautiful. I mean I don't think you'll be able to stand on the left. You're gonna have to get on those mounds back there probably. Um, I can't see what's in back of the green. So there may be a there may be a good viewing place in back of the green. If they'll let you back there. Yeah. Who knows behind it though. 
pot bunkers all over the place. So the number one rule is 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 watch on straight holes. Try to find straight holes because dog legs you can't see half of it. Yeah, yeah. So what you're right, absolutely. But I don't know if there's too many straight holes on this course. It looks like. Well, looks hole like. number five is not a straight hole. Hole number five. Now this one will be interesting. It's called Snake. It's a par five. And it's designed to be a three-shot dogleg par five, but and there's, water. and there's water on there's water on both the right and the left. Oh wow! But I wonder if a guy like Bryson is going to try to cut the corner, go over the water, and make it a two-shot hole. Maybe. Or even try to go left of of the water to the left of the green. I, I you know I don't know. I know. I mean. This is very narrow. There's nowhere to really miss. If you bail out right, there's a bunch of sand and I don't know what's over grass. That's going to be a tough one. It says anyone brave enough to try hitting their second shot onto the green will be challenged by a long carry over water to a shallow green with no room for air. Yeah, that's not good. We got to wait. I think this is a three shots hole and try to make par. Try to make birdie. With a little wedge in your hand. I think that's how we're going to have to play this hole. I think it'll be a tough spectator hole to see what's going on, though. Yeah, I think that's going to be, that'll be a tough hole. So, oh well. So, uh, hole number six is Gremlin's Ear. Gremlin's Ear. That's a shorter par par four. But look how hard it is. I mean, look at that green. It's... Look at bunkers. It, oh, my It God. has bunkers everywhere. I mean, Rich, I don't see anywhere to watch this hole from. I mean, look at it. Like, I guess you can watch all these mouths, all this wind. You better best. You better wear your sand boots or something. It's a sh- it's a short, sharp dogleg par four. Um, but if the tees are up, the players will try driving the green and try to cut it and drive the green. I mean, hopefully, they'll make it holes like this interesting. Make it three something where guys can go for risk reward. Make it three fifty. Yeah. See if guys try to drive the green. But oh my God! Is if you don't make the green, I mean, there's just it's just dunes. It's high grass and dunes. It's not even look at those bunker shots. Those bunker shots are nearly impossible out of these bunkers too. The way they're shaped. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Gremlins here. All right. Well, Number seven. Oh my God! This is a beautiful. Number seven is called Shipwreck, and Lake Michigan is entirely on the right side of the hole. Although if you miss it. And you don't, you, you can miss it right. If you short side yourself right, there's bunkers basically right on Lake Michigan. Bunkers and then rocks and then Lake Michigan. Wow, look at that play. That is amazing. That's a whole, that's a whole, it's a longer par three. But yeah. I, if there's, there's mounds to the left of the green, that would be a great place to stand. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, it's going to be an interesting, because it's probably windy right down there too on this hole. So it's going to be a tough hole. I don't. I mean, it's two twenty one from the flat tees. I'm sure they'll lay it long. It's going to be a tough hole to get. I don't see many birdies coming out this hole. No, I think this is a hole you 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 pray for a par and and you par. probably you have holes or win holes with par. Yeah. Beautiful holes. All the holes are absolutely gorgeous. All right. You want um, you is on the rocks. Look at this hole. It says it's a five hundred yard par four. Yep, handicap number three. So it's the third hardest, most difficult hold on the course. And look at this, Rich. Look at the look at the drop off. If you're driving it down there and you hit it too far right, you could. I'm sure there's probably the lake down there. That's the lake. 
and then look at the pot bunkers. They're all over the place. This is an interesting course to choose to uh, have for an event like this because I don't know how friendly, spectator friendly this is. All you people thinking about coming, you should probably not watch it on television. Oh my God! There's more. There's more pock. There's more pot bunkers on here than there are pox on Ernie Els's face. I, <laughs> I love it. That's great. I know. It's amazing. It, it is, yeah, it's going to be a great... They said the second shot is played with a great, a great late as a, as a backdrop. A long iron or fairway wood may be required to reach the deep, very deep green garden on the left by sand dunes and bunkers. Sand, sand right by deep bunkers with a fall off to the lake. I'm, th- I'm thinking, I'm thinking Stacy, we go to the second hole maybe and then go to seven and eight. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's do it. I'll make a note right here. Second... Seventh and eighth. Yeah, I think you're right. Because I don't even know if it's worth... Yeah, eighth will be good. Yeah, this will be a good hole. I don't think too many people are going to get back there. We can view it on the left-hand side up there, too, probably, yep. right? Well, the ninth hole is called Down and Dirty. It's a, it's a little bit of a shorter par par four. Um, wow. There's, there's some actual trees on this course. There's not a lot of trees on this course. This is not a yeah. tree course. But... The, about just about the only trees that come into the course uh, are if you go if you go to the right on on nine. There's some trees that can block your approach. I mean, this is amazing. This is a beautiful hole too. I mean, that morning dew the dew on the greens. I mean, look to the right left of that pin, Rich. There's nothing over there but jump bunker. There's a bunker that surrounds the right hand part of the green or our left. If you're looking at the left hand part of the green, yeah, it's huge. Okay. And trees, like you said, that's rare, right? I guess we this might be okay. I don't even know if they're going to let play. I mean, no players. You see the bunker on the right, Rich. No player is going to hit on the hill. No player is going to hit a ball up there in the sand dunes. So I guess they would. They'll let people stand up there, maybe, right? I hope so. I mean, I really hope they don't blight this place with too many grandstands. Well, you know what they, they will, yeah. and I think they are because they want people not to move around very much, but. You know, you think you want people to walk around with COVID just to be walking around with a mask on their face. But I think they're going to put a bunch of stands up. So, because I think fans will complain about, like they did at uh, Chambers Bay, where there's not enough viewing areas. It's not a good friendly one. So, they're going to put a bunch of stands and make it, make it uh, spectator friendly, don't you think? Uh, I, I'm sure they will. And, of course, there's always the areas for the high rollers, you know, yeah. in the corporate. Yeah. We, well, don't, we, don't, they, we don't do that either. Yeah. Yeah, we don't like those either. We just like to get the food and all that stuff. That's about it in those places. All right. So hole number 10 is a drivable par 4 called Voyager. Uh, and, and the players should be able with the driver to get the ball, maybe not to the green, but right to the edge of the green. That's a beautiful hole. Wow. And they're, but they're big pot bunkers. If you're off a little bit, there's big pot bunkers both to the right and the left of the green. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Look at that. Those bunkers are amazing. That's a beautiful hole, huh? That would, that's another good place. To, you know, I love the drivable par, par four. Remember that nice drivable par four we hung out with at Glen Eagles? I think it was like 12, 11 or 12. Yeah, those guys were driving it. Yeah, it was a good, good hole. They were driving but, over the green. What, what, yeah, that's right. They were driving over the green. What a beautiful, what a beautiful hole, boys, you're in. Wow. So the next hole, what, is 12? And 11. 12, 11. 11. 11 is called Sandbox. So you know what that means. Lots uh, of sand. Doesn't mean trees. Yep. Five, it, five, number five handicap, number par five, number six handicap, 
And the, for the black tips, they pay 645 yards, and I'm sure the USGA, uh, the PGA would stress that thing out. 645 yards. Isn't that insane, Rich? That's insane. Playing over 600 yards will challenge the most players to hit driver, but anything straight right will be swallowed by sand to those bunkers and a drop off to the right. So, trouble. you got to hit it straight. There's a, there's a sandbox for which the hole is named more than 16 feet deep in front of the, in front of the, the grain. Oh, and yeah, right. yeah. Look at that thing. It's, it's huge. It's a huge bunker with a huge ridge. I mean, if you're up against the, the edge of that bunker, there's no way you go for that. You can go, there's to, no way to go for it, yeah. You have to go backwards. Yeah, this is going to cause some issues. Sandbox. At least it's a par five. And look behind the hole on the second shot. Oh my God! Look at all the junk behind the hole. All the the big uh, sand bo- sand trap, and this is amazing. Uh, simply amazing hole. Well, and then, then and then you and then you uh, you contrast that with the twelfth hole, which is uh, the shortest par three on the course, only like 140, 150 yards, and a downhill. Uh, shot to a small green uh, surrounded by bunkers. And they call it pop-up because pop up. they throw it in here to put in the hole, it looks like. They just squeeze the hole in, huh? Oh my god, the Chiefs are going to lose, Stacy. They lose to the Ravens? Uh, they were driving down. The Ravens just scored a touchdown to go up one point, and the Chiefs had like all this time. They had like three minutes to get a field goal and win the game, but uh, uh, Hilaire just uh, fumbled. Edwards Hilaire just fumbled, and the Ravens got the ball. So the Chiefs are not... The Miami Dolphins, the 72 Dolphins, are very, are very happy right now. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. That was a bad win for Baltimore last week, by the way. Well, the Raiders look good. They won the again Raiders. today. They beat the, the Steelers today. Well, I know they won again today. Wow, amazing. Number 12, that's a good hole, Rich. I think there might be a few viewing areas on this hole, but it's an absolutely gorgeous, stun, a stunning hole. Yep. All right. Thir- number 13, cliffhanger. Wow. Wow, another gonna- beautiful hole. Lake Michigan to the right, and these oh, big dunes to the... I, I hope they would let us stand. So this would be... Usually, we're, usually we make it on the back nine to 12 or 13, and then we have a spot on like 16 or 17. So this, the dunes overlooking the 13th green would be a perfect spectator spot. I think that would be a perfect spectator spot. What a beautiful hole. Absolutely gorgeous. Yep. If you're up above it, behind the, the flat, where the second picture, that is beautiful. I think you're right. It's going to be on the right-hand side. I think this is, it's going to be a birdie hole. Um, it's a little shorter, so fairway metal and then, and then a short iron or a wedge into the green. Um, not as much. There's no bunkers that protect this green in front of it. The bunkers are to the right side going down towards Lake Michigan, and it looks like anything long and left is dead. Yeah, it, it really does. It, wow, look at that thing. Wow, what a beautiful hole. Number four, 14 handicap, so it's not that difficult, but I guess it is going to be difficult with nerves and all that stuff. Now, what's the next one? Number 14. Widow's Widow. Watch. Widow's Watch. Uh-oh. <laughs> Look how pretty that is, Rich. Oh, my God, that's beautiful. Now, there's lots of viewing areas on this one. Um, it is a dog leg, which might make it hard to, to, to see, but it is a beautiful hole. It's a short, par four, short dog leg par four where most players will wind up hitting an, air, an iron off the tee. But again, 
on these dog legs on a short par four, a guy like Bryson DeChambeau may very well, uh, you know, try to drive the green. Yep. What a great hole. Man, what a great hole, Rich. Widow's watch. I love it. But if they try to do it, there's a big bunker which protects, which kind of protects you from doing that and, and also uh, do Yeah. You think they'll let you get on those mounds on the far left up there and view and on down on the right? Um, yeah, there are mounds around the green. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, there are some nice mounds around the green. And if you're on the right-hand side over there, and you know the last picture where the guys are walking down the fair with getting balls, if you're on the right-hand side, it looks like you could either be dive in one of the tee boxes. Probably number, tee box or number 17. Oh, for number, uh, what hole will it be for number... Uh, 16. Well, that's sure. always the key to try to find places where you can see two things at once. Yep, that's key. So we'll have to make a note about uh, this hole, uh, 15. We'll probably go to watch from 15 to 16. So let's go to number 16. And 15. It's 15. Oh, I'm sorry, 15 is called Grandstand. Oh. Grand Strand, oh. like beach. Because Lake Michigan is on the left-hand side of this hole. That's a beautiful hole. So the players are going to have a, uh, a tee shot, which is relatively straight, and then the fairway runs out into bunkers. Yeah. So are they going to, I wonder how far to, to uh, it doesn't say either. Favorite left-hand side of the green to avoid the sunken sand bunkers to the right. This green may have several breaks to it and will challenge every player. Huh. But it doesn't say... How far? I wonder how far to the. I bet most of those guys will probably carry those bunkers on. I mean, this is a long hole. It's about, and they're probably going to play from the tips to side, which is four, three yards. And yeah, yeah, I think they're going to. I think they're going to be short of the bunkers and then have like a, a seven or eight iron into the green. Yeah, that's probably right. They'll hit what two eighty, two ninety, have a wedge into the green or iron long mid iron tip to the green. Another beautiful hole. Beautiful hole. I, Beautiful hole. We might have some good viewing areas here, I think, down the right left right and left hand side on the last pitcher. I think yep. there's some good good band, good areas. Then, oh, you have, then you have sixteen, which is which is the easiest and the shortest of the par fives. Endless bite. Endless bite. It's a it's another just just beautiful looking hole. It's got you know, they're gonna have to hit the green off the tee. It's a it's a relatively looks like a relatively narrow fairway unless Steve Stricker has has widened it. Uh, but then, pretty much er everyone will be able to to reach from uh, reach into from the fair from the fairway. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. It's a beautiful, beautiful hole. This is it's one of the this is one of those holes that you're going to need an eagle to win the hole. It's a long hole, which is uh, I mean, it's a par five, so six five hundred six eight. They can play it at four hundred six hundred yards. It's a long hole. And if they That's move it back, but I. There's some long par fives on this, on this course. It's traditionally been the shortest of the par fives at Whistling Straits. Wow. I mean, it, but these all these par fives are close to 600 yards. It's amazing. I love this hole, though. That's a beautiful... Oh, my God. 17 and 18 on this course. We've got, we've got to find a way to be oh, on 17 and 18. Look at 17. Pinch nerve, Rich. Pinch nerve. For, for, yeah. For uh, the neurosurgeon here, pinch nerve, perfect name for a hole. Uh, it's, it is, so this is a long par three that if you're short, you're basically, there's a fence going down into dunes if you come up short or left of the hole. To the right, there's dunes that are overlying the hole, 
Oh my God, this is a hard looking hole. It's the hard, I mean, this has to be one of the longest par threes you'll ever play. I mean, 249 yards for par three is a long ways, but I guess when you're a pro, you're playing for something, so it should, they should be hard. And this is a difficult look at all. If, 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 you know, if you come in, you know, uh, uh, tied, tied in a singles match and you go left, you're dead. So, so the guys are going to go are going to are going to bail out right and have very difficult pitch shots or long or or long uh, um, putts, and I just assume that on Sunday that pin's going to be tucked uh, back left. I agree. It's going to be back left, and you like you said, if you miss it, there's a little runoff in the front of that green. It's going to go down down to the crap to the stuff, the junk there. Interesting. Great hole. Wow. Pete Dye, Pete Dye, you're a you're a you're a bad man. Yeah, what's he doing? And then they they finish it with a hole that they call diabolical, but they spell die Pete Dye D Y E diabolical. Diabolical! Wow, look at that hole! Oh my gosh! Number two handicap hole, par four, five hundred twenty yards from the tips. A challenging finishing hole where par will be an excellent target. Well. That's going to be good. Look at this. Wow. You think they're going to have grandstands around this one? Probably. Oh, yeah. There'll be all grandstands behind it. But yeah. uh, but there's dunes all down the hole. Down, yeah. I have to say one thing. I think the fans are really complaining about this course being a spectator, not a good spectator's course. What do you think, Rich? Well, let's, let's, let's reserve. Let's see what it's like when we get there. But, yeah, I don't see... I, uh, you know, the best spectator course we went to was Glen Eagles. Glen Eagles was yep. fantastic. Bar. That was fantastic. Fantastic. But we'll see. I mean, we'll see. We'll report to you guys how yep. close we're able to get on these various holes. Uh, yep. yeah, there are places where I'm not sure we're going to be able to get close. Well, I think Thursday what we'll do uh, after we go through the, to the practice round, we can do a little uh, podcast about the holes and stuff. Uh, what we, what, the, where this, the stands are you know, how the course is set up and where the viewing the spectator areas are. I think it'll be great. But that's a great course. I mean, I'm excited to go see this course, which is amazing. Well, uh, we will be there on Thursday, uh, and we will bring you guys podcast Thursday night as a preview of the course, what we see on our walkthrough, and, and, then, and then we'll uh, come to you Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, you know most excited about Ian Ian Woosnam playing the uh, the old time uh, Ian Ian against uh, against uh, uh, be Tom Lehman. It's always Tom Lehman, uh, Corey Pavin. Yeah, (laughs) I hope they don't play those guys. Come back to do that. I really don't. I really do. Hope they. I hope they don't play them. But yeah, we'll be reporting back about the course. We'll report about the happenings, the buzz around the, the course. And we'll come and make some predictions. We're going to start making some, when the pairings are out, we're going to make some predictions, Rich. I think it'll be real fun. Well, we'll have some better ideas once we see who's practicing together uh, yeah. on, on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We won't be there for the practice rounds on Tuesday and Wednesday, but we will definitely be there on Thursday. Be Thursday, yeah. We'll see you. Because I have to work. <laughs> yes, Rich is working. I finally got a vacation after uh, someone went to Greece for a whole week. I did go to Greece for a whole week. Yeah, go to Greece for a whole week. Lucky you, I'm telling you. Well, good. Hey, Stacy, have a good time at Sand Valley uh, with your, well, with your friend. Well, I have a good time. At, I'll see you, uh, I will see you on Wednesday, and we'll head up to the great city of Milwaukee. 
All right, my friend. Hey, everybody, thank, thank you. And uh, we're looking forward to a big week. And, and again, we're looking forward to talking to Dan from D.C. And we'll try to track down some other uh, golfing yeah. celebrities when we're, yeah. when we're in Kohler, Wisconsin next week. Absolutely. Well, have a good week, everyone. We're excited about the Ryder Cup. Can't, can't wait. Can't wait. All right. So, all right, everyone. All right. Talk to, you, talk to everybody soon. Bye. Bye.